0: Wise Men Say Sun FM Preview Show. With the Mazda 2 1.5 SE Plus for twelve Eye-catching style inside and out.
1: Welcome along to the Wise Men Say Podcast, the Sun FM Preview Show. I am your host, Stephen Goldsmith, and I'm joined by Gareth Barker. And we are winding down the season now, good and proper. Three more of these preview shows before the season's end. A couple of Monday ones thrown in, a live show, and that's about it. And this could be The last ever episode we record Or certainly for the time being Where Sunderland are a championship club Now if you heard that at the <clears> beginning of the season You would have hoped or presumed That we were getting promoted But As things I are hope more than presume If Sunderland <laughs> lose on Saturday And Bortland-Birmingham <clears throat> draw Is that right? It could be curtains Well for if, a team
2: 40, if a team has 41 points And we've only got what, 34s we've got now, then that's it. Finished. Done. Finito. So, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? That's something i really look forward yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, we could be relegated to, to Burton Albion, which would be the fitting the fitting end of the it's season. It's quite
1: symbolic, that, isn't it? Yeah. Because when when clubs get relegated from the Premier League, um, fans of other clubs come out and say, oh, you'll be playing Burton next season. They pick on poor Burton, don't they? Because they're the smallest club in the Championship by far. Um, Sunderland have the biggest ground in the championship. Burton have the smallest, and the, and the two of them are going to play each other in what is essentially a wooden spoon contest.
2: Well, How's yeah. that? Well, it's it's a more, well success. You say that, but Burton will be looking at it and thinking, well, if we can get, you know, if we can, if we can win the game, then they've given they'll give themselves a chance of staying up because they've got Bolton the following week, so they'll be looking at it thinking, if we win these two games, we might stay
3: up. At least there's a little bit riding on it because. My biggest favourite a few weeks ago is we were going to be playing Burton Albion at home. Both teams would already be relegated and I think the crowd would be low enough on Saturday but could you imagine that if both teams were mathematically relegated you're playing Burton Albion at home it would just be for just the ultimate indignity So I'm glad at least That there's a little for just a little <laughs> bit To play for We yeah. give ourselves A tiny glimmer of hope yeah, If we do be t- win
1: Yeah there's going to be Lots of dignified
3: stuff From I now yeah, the the, on yeah, that, 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 was, was, right. uh, that was Mickey Loft's voice
1: By the way We have uh, in Digni- uh, introduced Mickey into the show
2: In the dignity stage, Regular listeners know who he is I think you know We're scraping the, the barrel where's Wally of Sunderland yeah. fans If that's the dignity We're talking about That's the dignity barometer Then we're in bother Aren't we really
3: that's obvious, isn't it? Really?
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's what we're looking at, isn't it? We're talking about a dignif, you know. There's, there's the indignity of that, and we've had. I mean, look where we are. It's just an absolute mess, and we, know, we said earlier like in the it's week gonna get didn't any we? Better at the moment.
1: Um, and I hope you can hear us louder and clearer now than you could earlier in the week. But these teething problems do happen when you try things out. It's The only way you can improve things by getting feedback, whether it's negative or positive. <clears throat> And, and throwing it out there and trying these things out anyway. Um, we said then, didn't we, that this relegation is something that Martin Bain deserves, and it's something that Ellis Short certainly deserves. Um, it's not a relegation the fans deserve, though. Absolutely not. Which is the heartbreaking aspect of it. Well, like, should we just, You know what? We were saying coming in, it's a lovely day outside today, um, which is what you expect. Mid April, normally it's hot normally hot the, the start of beer garden weather. Well, it's a hottest day, but then in we April. had
2: snow a couple of weeks ago. Hottest day in April since 1949.
1: There you go. And it's we were saying we were almost felt like just not bothering coming at night and going to the sure. beer garden.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll wrap this up quickly and then Bill. At least with our we'll own,
1: you know, we, we do use in the future. Um, mobile recording mean, You can do that from big guns, I guess, couldn't you? That's a good idea.
3: I mean, we could have just pretended that we were back in August again, and we just beaten Norwich three one away from home, and we were still unbeaten, and that <laughs> everything was looking rosy, and we we're going to have a really good <clears> season. And what was all the fuss about about the championship being a difficult league? So well,
1: Martin Bean didn't think it was a difficult league. Um, I know it's not all on him because he gets given a budget, but um, he still makes the decisions uh, on on who goes. For what price and, and what to put back in the side? I think. I mean, that, I mean, we could sit here and mourn about that all, you know, all night. It's <clears> not gonna, it's not gonna get us anywhere, is it?
2: That's been the hot topic it, this week, I guess, the Manoni issue, um, and you know what what transpired from that. Um, so there was an article in a local paper this week um, talking about how many points on had dropped from goalkeeping errors across the course of the season, I think. Dropped literally.
1: I, th- I <laughs>
2: think well you gotta get near near something to drop it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it was uh they calculated at thirty one points. Um I'm not totally sure. I think it's probably been a little bit generous there. But there was some on there that <clears throat> like well there weren't some on there that I would immediately spring to mind. Jason Steele against uh, Brentford away Jason Steele at, Ip- at Sheffield Wednesday, where the sh- a shot from 35 yards went into the middle of the goal and he dived past it. Um, that was the third game of the season and would have be- seen us unbeaten in three and have seven points. Um, the-, the home game to QBR, um, same as a- the Bristol City where he gets penned on the line. Um,
1: Did it do the Bolton away one? Yes, um, yes, what the camp? camp yeah. yeah, that
2: was included. He just spills it. In the ne- it you know they the should <clears throat> do. You
1: know what they should do when the the club bring out end of season video highlights. They should just bring that out, play all of the goals we conceded, and put some music over the top of it, or something like that. Do that.
2: I think that would might be a step too far for some people. You'll be able to watch. I don't know
1: the club. The official club social media channels, and that do. Encourage you to watch like five two defeats at Ipswich and stuff. Yeah. Watch our watch our goals back from last night. Like, Suit with Billy Jones. Yeah, yeah, lads. Yeah, you'll be able let's to, do yeah, that.
2: You'll be able to watch um, <laughs> the horror of the season back. In in other ways, I assume. I'm sure.
3: <laughs>
2: Breaking the fourth wall. Hi. Um, yeah, they'll cut that out. Um, yeah, uh, it's just a, it, you know you're just trying to find ways to. To,
1: Smile. Yeah. Be happy. I mean the big garden your life com- without the, the worrying about Sunderland.
2: Yeah, the beer garden conversation on the way over is making me happy. Um uh, <laughs> beer makes you happy, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it does, yeah. I mean that's one of the redeeming qualities. Obviously drink sensibly. Um but you know it does it does help in these situations. Um you can come for a bee with us actually um on a couple of occasions in the next week. Yeah, we definitely people want people to come on Saturday yeah, come because on we, Saturday, we, we yeah. were just saying
1: that you know, the, the last few um shows the peak up we've done on the Saturday when we get the ex-players in have, have been really well I mean we've had good turnips all season but we've had you know it's like people have put it as part of their match day routine but it's been that long since we had a Saturday home game which is when we do them uh, we just hope people haven't forgotten about us Chris Brown will be a good guest won't it? yeah he'll be
2: he? brilliant um, You can tell us about hor- horrible things that have happened in, uh, in the Doncaster dressing room yeah. other, well, you can talk rooms. about Sunderland as well yeah, yeah, he can, yeah he can do he's actually saying he's not being back up um, I don't think since he left so I think it'll be you know and he was part
1: different. of uh, promotion sides and relegation sides of course Yeah, and, obviously and his on, dad played yeah. for Sunderland on, so. mon-
2: on Monday night um, we'll be at the Peagot again on the 23rd for our for a live show with Lee Howie and, and Stephen Elliott so that'll be a good night um, there's a few tickets left online as well so get yourself on there and make sure you buy them there's something
1: isn't it in Lee Howie's book about how uh, he, he speaks about when Sunderland stayed up um, from this division twenty. Uh, 20- Three years ago, perhaps something butcher, like that. Three, twenty-four years ago, under Butcher, when we we lost at Notts County and we steered up by the skin of our teeth because results went our way, and he, he makes <clears> a statement <throat> in the book saying, "Since then, Sunderland have never sunk as low." <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold my, hold yeah, my, yeah. hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll,
2: in this, the second yeah. edition, will have like an NB star at the bottom. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I mean, we've said it a hundred times, haven't we? This season feels like this is the worst. Can team you we've think had. Back? But remember, though, the last five games were played all right, and we've we've taken what six points. Yeah,
1: we've and just gone back to the. Yeah, can you remember when we were like losing at home to the Forest and stuff, <clears throat> and and drawn with Millwall and those games, and you were thinking, "There's no way Sunderland are gonna be in the bottom three because the league's that bad." We just we need things to start going for us. you been and it's just continued on and on and on and on and and we will be in the bottom three when the season finishes which is fantastic
3: yeah I mean that was a problem I think when Grayson left and Coleman came in we had that initial spot you we were just thinking put together back to back wins and we'll be fine but it obviously just never happened I mean I think our biggest opportunity was probably in December where we never backed up a couple of good results so obviously we beat Fulham 1-0 we didn't back that up against Birmingham was home the next week and then we beat Nottingham Forest after a very disappointing display at Sheffield United we beat Forest 1 0 a couple of days later. And I think everyone was talking then about how that was a real back to the war like gritty performance and for the type of games that you need to eke out between like then and the end of the season. And then two days later, we lose at home against Barnsley 1-0 in one of the least inspiring games I've seen in the least inspiring season I've ever <laughs> seen as a Sunderland fan. And so you started in the 15-point season. 19-point 19 19 season. 19-point, oh, sorry. So I've had two more relegations. The 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 yeah.
2: We love a good record, negative record at Sunderland. I mean, we're the best at being the worst in some respects, I guess. So that's something there. Does
1: anybody think uh, you know, Simon Grayson remaining in charge would have would have been better for Sunderland? I know we, we have said on the show... On more than one occasion, we we are behind Chris Coleman. Um, I don't Watch think that's changed. I don't think that's changed since Monday. Um,
3: but it's just a question. I think as Simon Grayson would probably think is is worth asking. But then, what will we give Simon Grayson time to achieve? Because I think that's. I don't know. I, I just think it's a He's little bit. Me. I think it's, I think time in football. I just think it's a little bit of a fallacy, and it's the one that we've fallen for before. Obviously, I think David Moyes is your biggest case and example you just think the fallacy of time and look what he built at Everton, blah, blah, blah. But his Everton days though, were completely irrelevant of the situation of Sunderland and the situation we found ourselves in. But we stuck with Moyes because we just thought to ourselves, well, we just can't keep sacking managers. But then if you stick with the wrong manager, then that's worse in a way. And I think that's what was happening with Simon Grayson. I mean, is, uh, and as G- I think Gareth particularly has made this point a few times that um, Coleman's had the deal with a lot of injuries and a lot of players that Simon Grayson had available and obviously there was grabbing left. So I just don't see what keeping Simon Grayson would achieve because his, his team selections were really inconsistent and there was no there was no like none of his the more he put his stamp on the team, the worse we'll be coming because it was just basically like long ball. It's rubbish. like he
1: took hold of our identity, tried to change it. Yeah. And then Chris Coleman's kind of tried to change it back. And it's just none of it's working. Yeah, completely agree. And, and they don't know
2: no, but well, what what well, happened what happened doors. Simon Grayson in preseason came out and said that we've got a lot of
1: footballers. Ball players. Ball and,
2: players. Yeah. Yeah. And then tried to play a way that he felt as though you'd get results in the league without the players who were capable of playing yeah. the way you want to play. Can we just say that his record at Bradford? I don't know how up the date this is, but it, it seems pretty accurate. Um nine games seems about right. He took over in February. Yeah. Nine games, two wins, two draws, five defeats, win percentage of 22%.
3: Be a bit the, and they just beat Portsmouth for the night as well. So obviously that's within the stat though. But that's what I'm saying. So if we'd done the show, like, if we brought this up last week, it would have been one win in eight. Yeah, and for <laughs> Sunderland, he'd had, he had
2: one, well, in his last however many championship games, it would have been, what, 21 championship games? He'd won one match. So <laughs> he's won three of his last 30 games at any level. Um, so, what does that say? I don't. I'm not saying. I think that these he's stats a are right. I'm not, I'm not uh, saying Wikipedia. that.
1: Wikipedia, don't. If you're if you're a student, don't do that. Don't use Wikipedia.
2: I'm not saying that. that you know, <laughs> they're probably right, aren't they? I think the, the thing that, that about Simon Grace that, you know, irked me after he left was he did the um, the in studio guest for the Cardiff, the Cardiff game. game. <clears throat> And he couldn't absolve himself of blame quick enough. As soon as it came up, it was like, well, it wasn't my fault. You know, it was because of this and it was because of that. And it's like, well, you know, and this is the problem. We've had too many managers who've come in and too many players who've come in, too many, you know, directors of football, whatever, who've come in being given license to do what they want. I wouldn't apply that to Simon Grayson because he hasn't had that luxury because of the situation we're in. And they've basically gone, right, this is a great opportunity for me. They take the job, you know, because they want to manage Sunderland or they want to be involved in Sunderland because they think that what a great opportunity this is for me. Come and do it. And then don't do as well as they'd hoped and then they leave and go, well, it wasn't my fault, it was this and it was that. And yeah, there are challenges, but I don't like the the attitude that people have when they leave Sunderland because it's an easy... There's already a narrative around the club at the moment and it's... uh, yeah, it's very frustrating. And whatever you say about Chris Coleman, and it could be words, empty words. You know, when we look back over over the years, and people might say, "Well, he said this and he said that," but he never delivered. But at least he's he's fully aware of the situation he's in, and he has he's not looking for a get out and then to go away and say, "Well, what else could I have done?" He's he's constantly he's criticised himself, as well as the players and the situation that he's in. But he's always tried to remain positive through the situation and always try and believe that they can get out of it, even to, even to the very end. Yeah, so he's
1: never really um, clicked into self-preservation no, mode, hasn't. has he? he which, hasn't. Which, which, out of all the managers we've had in recent years, he would arguably have a right to do that because he came into the job off the back of a clear and obvious success. Yeah, where his name was known around the world for what he did with Wales. Really, uh, tournament football, international football, very <laughs> different, of course but i think he justifiably could have been the one who who really gets defensive and goes into self preservation mode and he, he hasn't done that and that
3: that's worth a lot i in, think in in a torn right for me i completely agree what Gareth said there when he really? taught, for, for one side <laughs> <laughs> more right no but when he um when Coleman, as you say, he's, he's aware of the situation and that's really important because the last thing we can afford to do, and thankfully it doesn't look like we're going to do, is going into the summer with another new manager who's going to have to come yeah. in and have time to look at things with a fresh pair of eyes, bring in the players he wants, blah, blah, blah. Coleman's had plenty of time to assess the situation, assess what he wants and he knows the culture that's in the club, whether that's good, bad or indifferent, he knows it, he's fully aware of the situation. So we're going into the summer for once in the position with a little bit of Who's strength. Who's the last manager that did that? But had a season Would be Steve Bruce, wouldn't it?
1: No, because Poyet. Oh, Poyet, yes, yeah, sorry. Poet had a I mean, it did, yeah, some might push well, it and see really.
3: advocate but he finished the season
1: mm. as caretaker manager, but then he left and came back, so yeah. it wasn't you know, maybe you could put an argument for that. But Poyet really wasn't it, and De Canio oh. before that.
2: But I mean, the, the it's still too long. Still too long ago. Well, yeah, O'Neill had a pre-season Remember and he bought Adam Johnson and, and Stephen Fletcher um, and I'm, I mean I'm trying to think the players that Poi signed in that summer Gomez was one of them Billy was he Jones not? he turned Billy Virginia Jones. into a
3: permanent Yeah, <laughs> Pantillamon yeah, and um, obviously Brodwell
2: was that that summer mm-hmm. was it oh, it seems such a long time ago I <laughs> wish <laughs> it was an extra 18 months when, when that, that happened I know, contract I know. In the summer. um I mean, you look at those signings.
1: Do people bring Lee Congerton's name up enough when when we're throwing blame around? There's that much blame to go around, that many different people. I suppose it's hard to fit everybody in, isn't it? But Lee, Lee Congerton was certainly the behind the Alvarez fiasco, where Sunderland have ended up paying £9 million quid for a player who we don't even have. Oh. Um, and he was behind the Jack Rodwell not being... Um, being the only player who didn't have to have his wages reduced on
3: upon relegation from the Premier League, those are two signings off the top of my head straight away. I'm not absolving cognitively in whatsoever, but the problem with that era and the problem with um, when Defante was at the club as well, we very clearly had director of football signings and the manager signings. There wasn't any kind of joint of thinking all trailer thought this is the type of player we want, we have to try and bring them in. There was no work in the gather or cooperation. It was just very much director football pulling one way and the manager pulling the other. So you saw some signings, and I think it was even reported at the time but um Poirier brought in quarters basically despite Congerton who was trying to bring in another centre half and stuff like that. So I just think there's a complete lack of just like any kind of togetherness that cost us there. Spread yeah. for the team then that, isn't it?
2: You look the thing is though, you look at the the kind of people who we've we've had at the club over the years doing a variety of different roles you include Conger in that who was obviously obsessed with bringing Barini in Mm -hmm. Um, Advocat didn't want him and we got him now he's out on loan Um, you know look at the way we managed the situation with the players Allardyce brought in um, and then the transition to Moyes and then the kind of players that Moyes brought in um, and then the fact he bombed Khazri out player we spent nine million pounds for six months earlier and we decided that we were, he was gonna, you know, decide he wasn't the right player for him and decide not to play him. You can't have an attitude like that where you where you come in and, and do that. You you've got to use the best players that you got at your disposal and he flat out refused to do that. Um and obviously you know the the management of the situations are like people like Corney. To be fair we, you couldn't really argue against the fact we kept him <clears throat> Um, but that's obviously, you know, he's going to be worth about, you know, what, a fifth of the money that, uh, it, 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 and that's being ambitious, um, the money that was touted for him at that time. Um, and then there's things like, you know, you know, Margaret Byrne and the way she left the club and the things that she did and the re- our reputation that's been soiled not only the football club but the fans on the back of that, the fans are the ones who have to put up with, you know, the ch- songs and the chants that are about, incidents like that and or, or, or that manifest themselves as a reason and um, because of that and then she ends up going away becoming an agent and now she's managing like you know she's involved with people at the club like George Honeyman who's you know and you think like it just obviously you can't players can't you can't decide who which players should have which agent but it does it, it's horrible to think that you know George Honeyman signs a new deal at Sunderland and she gets a cut to that that deal and I'll have to watch he did, and like, there's so much of that that goes on, and it's so frustrating. And like, like you were saying, you know, that the fans. I mean, I think to be fair, the, the fans deserve any relegation. You know, like we can say it about ourselves. You know, we we haven't. I just thought it was uh, a nice line, Gareth. To yeah, be honest, yeah. but like I would say that fact. Like, no, they don't. But that's football. When you're talking about off the pitch stuff, there's certain clubs now that the way they're being run. You look at, you know, Blackburn Rovers, Blackpool. I mean this Blackpool, what's happened there over the last Scandalous. few years has been absolutely shocking, disgusting. Um do their fans deserve that? Absolutely not. Um and, and we are eking towards our feelers or uh, Coventry, look at what happened with Coventry. I'm worried we're eking towards our territory of in at least Blackburn have turned around the pitch. Um but like we're a ba- you know a basket case football club as they say, and the sooner we make some changes off the pitch, and we've just got to hope that they're the right ones. Because just because it's a change doesn't mean it's for the better. It could go that could go wrong. Now I'm not being like overtly negative and saying that whoever comes in to take over is going to do a bad job. But you know new necessarily isn't better, and we you know think everyone. I think people have tempered their expectations at the start of this season. And I think, you know, logically next season when we're in League One, because we will be unless something unbelievable happens in the next few weeks. Um, You know, we're, we're going to have to be careful. And I think set an expectation. I think if we can keep McNair and we can keep some of those young players at the club people like Asoro, people like Madger, Gooch
1: He's been talking up with McManaman this week Well
2: Well, McManaman will be here and he's not done too bad recently but they've got to to keep those players and then they might have a chance of going back up
1: Let's be honest I mean I thought Sunderland had a better team than most people thought when they were relegated from the Premier League if I'm being honest And, and I did say that and I think the way Grayson tried to drastically change the way the played had had um, a massive impact on that, as we've already said, but we've just discussed in detail here about the mistakes that have put Sunderland where they are, it's not a golfing class by any stretch of the imagination, so I can see where some people might say clubs like Portsmouth for example have been relegated and then been relegated again to the bottom division and stuff, but... Someone have the playing squad to already, I think, to surely mount
2: a serious challenge. But they have to do at that level. A bare minimum, there's, there's no bare chances. minimum playoffs.
1: It would be embarrassing to fall lower than that. But we know, we know the situation. Mark this for next this time next year.
2: Off, off the you know, off the pitch one we'll down again. The, the unless that changes, or say we get an offer for McNair. There's, there's, there's multiple things there. You know, like we get an offer for McNair, seven eight million quid, for example. They're going to take it. But that money is not going to go back on the team in, in, the, in the current
3: environment. It won't. Even on free signs and loans, though, you should be able to mount to a challenge in League One. If, you, if you're Sunderland in League One and your ambition at the start of the season isn't to get promoted, then for me there's just no point in existence of football well, well. yeah. to football.
1: Uh, ambition to get promoted this season, he said, at the start of the season.
2: Well, <laughs> anything lower than a seventh-place finish in the Premier League is a bad season. <laughs> 12th, 12th in the Premier League 12th in the bad, the season. Premier and, 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 and a bad season. You
1: know what I'm gonna remind people of this fact until the season's finished. Alright, Rafa, can't Just <laughs> Just a reminder that finishing fourth this season in the championship would have been Sunderland's lowest league finish in English football in my since nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I was born, so that's un- that's insane. It's insane. Still low. I- I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reminding people that fact because you know, it's almost like the narrative is where we are where we deserve to be and stuff, but, you know, league positions and history would suggest otherwise, wouldn't it? What have you got on your phone for, guys?
2: I'm looking at some questions from people Well, people on Twitter. Mark Triggs, I hope you're well. well you, that, can't, that, you can't just, like, blend that
1: in the show. Do you I not want to did. do, like, a break or something? Or, you know, we do, all right, we'll about, do a think break? Think about this a little bit, guys. just like, you know, conversation filler. I'm going to just start throwing well, in tweets we've, we've got from people and stuff. You know,
2: was, I thought it was... Nicely done, but obviously Stephen disagrees. I do disagree. Well, let's have a break then, and then and then we'll come back and we
0: can uh, let's go have a tea break, and a quick pint, and then come back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host. Wise Men Say Sun FM preview show with the Mazda 2 1.5 SE Plus for $12,590. eye catching style inside and out.
1: All refreshed now after that little uh, break. That we had does everybody feel better for that
2: oh yeah I feel it's a bl- bit blideful. like the
1: break Um the, the international break what made Sundham players suddenly play better can, enough I go, like?
2: can I go back and then, then start that question again before you made me stop
1: yeah this is the bit where we introduce our, our Twitter questions oh well
2: we're introducing it have we got any yeah we have that's why more you... than the one though yeah we have okay I can't, remember asking, I
1: can't remember asking people that. Well, time.
2: I just did before. Oh, I, Magic, oh, innit? Oh, what oh. you can do with the, your hands and that. <laughs> um, Mark Trigg says, I hope you're all well, which I was saying before, which is, isn't very nice. I think we're medium. That's mm. what I would say. Medium. Um, how do you think Colm will address the goalkeeping issue going into next By season? By one who's got hands? Yeah. Oh. Personally, I'd send Camp back. Thought, Rob, really? It, yeah, he's yeah. only on the he's yeah. only on loan at the end of the season. That think. might be a popular yeah. opinion. That one. <laughs> yeah. um, try to sell steel again and keep Reuter a second choice for check or in new. They'll, key, they'll right? sell
1: Steele because they'll sell Steele because they, they try to offload him anyway, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And they'll take a cut on it, like they've they'll take a hit on it, like they've taken a hit on James Vaughan. And there's massive irony in that, isn't there, when going back to the... I'm not going to go over all the ground again with the Manone thing, but the words he used was efficiency, and, and the examples he gave was we keep selling players for a loss, and we need to protect our investments. And then he spends all of our budget on two players who we're going to have to take a massive loss for because they aren't very good at football. On his watch, yeah?
2: Efficient. Well, yeah, Keep it a bit nice and efficient. I mean it's, it's 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 I can't even talk about that deal.
3: <laughs> well again though, I mean I I don't just have a massive ten run check, but I watched the highlights earlier from the twenty threes on Sunday and again you could argue he's at fault for Leicester's goal. So to happen. Though, as, as it's we good. said before though, like new doesn't necessarily yeah. equal better and I think this Strychek's case is just too early for him. I think
2: there's a genuine desire to play young players because people like to see young players play. The reality is though, They might have a good Half an hour In a game And then it goes all oh, great
1: Yeah it doesn't it And it doesn't take long For people to turn But it doesn't I mean well
2: look, said before we Robson, haven't seen, Robson we, well, for example we haven't, we haven't really seen Ethan Robson Since that performance Against Brentford And he, he was Shocking But we
3: we'll go, we'll go from a solution To a problem Don't they Within yeah, two weeks
2: Yeah Um Ambivalent young man asks, why won't camp get a haircut? What, what young man, what? Well, ambivalent young man. That is. Okay. What's the matter with no, you him? Just, you just said it really quickly,
1: man. You're know, you broadcasting He's being down. contrary
2: though, is isn't he? No. No. I can't I even... Ask, he's got not, beef with me reading from, I, from Twitter.
1: All I asked you to do was Triligan? repeat what you said because you went quite quickly.
2: Ambivalent young anyone. man <laughs> says, why won't camp get a haircut? Not your specialist subject, that is. It's no. Well,
1: well, actually, though, the, the, <laughs> actually, the, the probability is that um, he's got that daft haircut because he's he's in his thirties now. <laughs> Dave, no, David Seaman always said that you know he had a ponytail in his thirties because. A man of that age wouldn't normally have that amount of hair. It's
2: true. I, I got all my daft haircuts out of the way at a very young age, as these lads know. Yeah, um, it was a group chat photo. Yeah, well, yeah. I did
1: put it on Twitter, I did put it out there on Twitter I before. Did,
2: nobody knew it was. I've eaten myself since then. <laughs> um, Michael Leila says, Can you tell Stephen to sit close to the microphone, please? So it was your fault. Um, Actually, oh, well, here he goes again. Factually, I was sitting as
1: close to my microphone as anybody else was. He was quite
3: languid, wasn't he? Mickey let's be honest he was he went full David Moyes there Stephen well statistically my microphone wasn't yeah, yeah. interested <laughs> his microphone <Yeah>. volume <laughs> percentage, <isn't> percentage <laughs> ratio is highest in, really in close that's too much um, to the, the, the microphone well
2: don't do that ever again um, John Ridley says um, does the injury situation now give us a chance to play more youngsters from the under 23s or stick with the lone players who have brought nothing um, we've had a lot of under 23s in this season mind and even ones on loan I mean try and go through the team and think of all the the, the 23's who have played pretty regularly um, Browning um, Clark Salter well, they are not all players so I'm just saying it, yeah. I'm going through generally though Browning Clark Salter Love um, McNair is a, is 22 um, Ajaria, Johnny Williams um, Williams I
3: think is about 24 25 23
2: maybe. I think Sorrow, uh Maja, Gooch, um, you know that I'd probably probably miss Ethan Robson. Um I reckon every week we've probably had at least six players under twenty three. Probably about six yeah, I think players he's talking every you're No, but
1: I'm just saying, pushing some of these lone ones out though, Yeah,
2: but who, who so who then?
1: I don't
2: know. You know the the pro- the problem is you've seen a player like Ajaria who's highly rated enough to manage to get himself alone into the championship. He plays for England under-21s, under-23s, whatever they are now. And he's done okay, but you can see in the way he plays, he's played under-23 football, it's slow, you know, everything's in front, you're passing in front all the time. You know, you've got time on the ball, all the extra touches. Um, You know, it's, it's a lot, I think it's a big ask to, like, just, you know, parachute, start parachuting people in and there won't be 23s either there'll be 18, 19 year olds because they're the ones who are playing in the 23s at the moment because half the
3: 23s are in the match
2: day squad every week.
3: I think people find it comforting to know as well to say right okay he's a problem he's a solution and things will improve so that's why I think some not a huge amount of fan base but some people are starting to get on Coleman's back and saying oh well if, he, if he'd gone to 4 the back early 5 the back as I say because people like to have these simple little Equations in their heads, but it just it just very rarely translates itself. Like on the pitch, was just so many more problems that we have to like get right, like in the long term.
2: <laughs> a lot of problems we <laughs> have to get right in the long term, isn't there? I mean, it's horrendous. Like
3: I'd be
1: lo- I'd be looking forward to this relegation in a way because there's a chance to rebuild. If we were still at Roker Park, that's an oxymoron,
2: isn't it? I'm Honestly. looking forward to relegation. If <clears throat> you're looking forward to if we're at Roker Park,
1: yes, because it wouldn't be hideous like it's going to be in the Stadium of Light? No, I'll well, you, the, too, you be, the amount of bodies that are going to be in the Stadium of Light would be very commendable for a third division club. Will the... Um, probably more than anybody else wonder- will get at that level and probably the highest attendance at that level for some years but in a stadium that holds 50,000 people where some of those away fans are going to bring... What, how many are and Stanley going to bring up to Sunderland next year? We're going to... We to be playing league football against Zachary and Stanley next season. Let just let that sink in a little bit. I
2: don't know. Be all right, won't it?
1: Okay.
3: Sink So well, we've got
2: a chance. We've got a chance. You know. No, we don't,
3: Gareth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, they've got to next season. They've got to be looking to, to win every game. But we're going to be the scalp, aren't we? and that's mm-hmm. not being like arrogant or whatever. It's true, isn't it? that's. It, you know, we we don't think much of our own football team, so it's not a case of us going look, we're the big boys. You know, everyone's going to want a piece of Sunland. People will be going up to Sunland and thinking, "Oh, great! Probably never played in a stadium like this in my life." There'll be, there will be a lot of players who, who haven't had that opportunity playing grounds like that. And
3: you can only hope that works now with favour. Though. So you'll have like players on the pitch beforehand, like taking photos of the stadium and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, but you need you need fans in there to give it a bit of an atmosphere as well. Which again, the fans will be. Um, you know, the,
1: the safe safe standard thing would be absolutely ideal for Sunderland. God's well. I'd it? like to see behind I'd, the goals, the is yeah, standing.
2: I'd like to see Sunderland come out and back it.
1: Well, I got no who's going who's gonna come you out know. back it. Shots not even around. To, <laughs> to speak to Coleman, never mind. Uh, mull over the
2: idea of going to safe standing well they could well they don't they're not going to be able to go to safe standing are they but they could at well, least you know what I mean Darf. you know they they could you know what I mean they could canvas they could canvas support and see, see what the consensus I heard is. there's then,
1: somebody the other day they were saying that actually they'd surveyed fans and only
2: well, 40%, 40% f- five, no 5% had 5%? said they'd stand well, not, for an entire well, game what who, they, who they're speaking to a lot of rubbish Well. No. This is what happens isn't it you tend to ask, you ask know, the wrong well not the wrong people well, Who but gets asked? asked? have you ever been asked has I've anyone ever like asked. stopped you
1: in a survey in the street and asked you a survey question said I'm just doing a survey
3: well no so put my headphones in and walk me not the other way oh
1: yeah a modern generation that isn't it <laughs> maybe that's
3: why
2: maybe there's like a lot of people who don't do that but they're in the 60s <laughs> the 70s you, yes. and they don't want to they don't want to stand up for the game and that's why they've, they've been canvassed they'll so make you off
3: you know, part of a problem
2: you are part, part of a rotten problem, call me. Um, but like Family Fortunes,
1: <laughs> like stop and ask if ask, you know. We're just doing a survey for Family Fortunes. Um, how many countries <laughs> can, can you think of a country that begins with a letter B? Something like that.
2: Yeah, I can't now. Uh, I don't is, know if that's yeah. the kind of question you can ask down there Belgium, Brazil, Belarus. Brazil. Belarus. Belarus. That, that probably didn't exist when Family Fortunes first came out. Did it? was. It would have now? been the USSR. <laughs> don't watch it now. It's rubbish. I like my Family Fortunes nice and beige, like with. Bob Monk House, that's what I like. So just you sit and watch like Challenge TV then? Yes, I do. <laughs> we'll not get into this now because uh, we've got a, a couple of our friends who actually play what we call Beige Family Fortunes and it is a delight, but I'll not get into that now because it's the not bit here. It sounds Beige, right? Well, that's pretty good actually. You know, something it's a rock and roll in the bottom house. I had something yeah. to do, something to do in it. you got to pick yourself up after on a Saturday night.
3: After well, by playing the... Family <laughs> Fortunes, <laughs> most people I'll are heading to the what?
1: pub and just... Uh,
2: Drink their own body weight in lager. Well, with, what with a child? Aye. That'd be classy, wouldn't it? Take my kid to the pub and well, drink no, but 15 pints and then go home.
1: Y- Your wife doesn't go to the match with you? So.
2: Oh, I'll leave her in the house looking after the baby and then I'll have a Yeah, proper lads. Aye. <laughs> I'm sure Steve and I What time do you have to be back? i will be overrun
1: a little bit actually, so yeah, if we yeah, yeah, get a yeah, move yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> be The tea great. will be in the bin. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Um, there was actually a food-related question: brown or red sauce in a bacon sandwich? Red. Can't kind have of brown. I oh, agree red. You can't have brown. I bet you have brown, don't you? He's thinking about
3: it. Means, D- yeah. It depends what mood I'm in. I'll, I'll vary, me. I'll mix it up. I
2: like brown sauce and a cheese sandwich.
3: Wrongen. <laughs>
2: That's a good combo. That perfect combination. Or an egg sandwich, I'd probably have brown sauce over red, like maybe a little bit of Tabasco on there as well. So, I knew we were going to make this a bit more complicated than they need to be. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> There's a rude question we've had in. I'm not going to read that out.
1: <laughs> I was going to say away from that one.
2: I'm trying to understand this question we've being asked by Sceptical Joe. I'm going to read it aloud and then you can tell me whether it's uh, actually legible. Question Probably and if so, how many and which teams have been relegated in three successive seasons? Wolverhampton Wanderers in 1979. I believe got Swansea the reasons, did it as well, consecutive as well didn't they? Swansea Bortsmouth and Wolves are the maybe.
3: two. Did Wolves, not, did Wolves not do it a few years ago? Like, just go down? They the, went to the they third They went to, but they, they didn't to go to the time, fourth division. The Sorry, I'm, I was they going to say I misunderstood in the, in the, the question, but late yeah, 70s,
1: understandable. <laughs> late 70s, early 80s Wolves. Uh, I'm sure we've mentioned
2: this before as
1: well. Yeah. Wolves went from the old Division 1 to the old fourth division in consecutive seasons. I believe Swansea did as well.
2: Swansea might have. Portsmouth surely. I'll who was
1: it? Who
3: went? Um, Swansea
1: went up and then down. They it? went up from four to one in consecutive seasons. Had a season in the top flight and got relegated the next season. And continued to go down. I'm
3: did sure did Carlisle not do not something really? similar at some stage as well? I, I know suddenly they went through quite rapidly and back down quite rapidly.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Well, did, did he? Was this a question for us or Google?
2: I don't know. He's just asking. Does that
1: happen? He's asking us directly. Well, he'll be sceptical of
3: the answer, won't he? So, He's just
2: I don't know. We do a Google search. We'll Joe, be we've tried our best. We out. think we think we've got. We, we think we're seeing. It's Wolves definitely two. We're to challenge Possibly Portsmouth. Surely Portsmouth must have at least had a double relegation in there. But they could have well have had a. Triple they had a. a
1: relegation. They did go down to League One, and then League Two straight away. But I think they might have mulled around mulled in, the, in championship the Championship for a, for a of bit. Years,
2: yeah. Mm. Liam Lawrence, I believe, was probably there at the time.
1: Well, it, well that, that's an interesting... It would be good to speak with a part of that, actually, um, to understand what happened there, because when we were, we, no, when we were talking about... <laughs> we spent Jack, we, too much money. We, no, we've spoken about Jack Harry Rodwell, though, haven't we? And there's an argument about ethically whether he should be prepared to, you know, hang on and, and, and wait for a severance payoff or something like that um, because it's his right, it's his contract. Or some people would say ethically that's not the right thing to do when your employees can't afford to pay you anymore and you are already super rich as a person. Portsmouth did have that problem, didn't they? There were people like Ber- Ben Aim and Liam Lawrence might have been another. Um, Carnu, I think. Ben Aim who came who, on loan to yeah, something. Yeah, who had big contracts and wouldn't, wouldn't you know, be released out of those contracts I'm sure that's right mm. and that might be relevant to speak to Paul's fan about that what we'll do is a massive relegation special in the summer where we'll try and give ourselves a, a big Another uplift and we'll see we'll see where we're um, oh, certainly been special this season we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll speak to different fans of other clubs who've went down and find out what it takes to bounce back like Blackburn or like Wolves.
2: Do so we talk to the ones that didn't? And, and then we'll talk to the
1: Portsmouth fans who got yeah, relegated yeah. again just to see where we well, think
2: we sit in between the two. We need to talk to a Coventry fan. I always say they are, they've got the most miserable um, existence, sense, existence well, Coventry for, for existence. years. So, well, they might not. They might commute in. That's even worse. I've got to go there to watch that. I mean, they, did to a to they, they had to go
1: to Northampton to watch games yeah, and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Um, and obviously the situation with the, the ownership of the stadium. Um, and then, obviously, as, as I always say, they, they, were the, they were one of the only teams not to finish placing a top six since being relegated from the Premier League mm-hmm. when they were first relegated. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've never finished top six and been relegated to the fourth division since. I think they might be in the top seven this season, or so maybe. Yeah, they around the playoff. Maybe yeah. they'll get they'll finally get the playoff that they've been dreaming of. Not that a lot of Sunderland fans will have any sympathy, given the uh, the issue that happened uh, in, on the last day of the season. Was that the, was that eighty one? That happened. Seventy-five. 70s, was that seventy-five?
3: 75. Was, it? was it? I don't remember. I have here with football I also wonder. Like, it like I, I always, yeah. I always
1: give our like American listeners a, a thought and a mention when we do stuff like this because you wonder if some of those are newer fans if they would get the reference or not. There might be a lot of googling around. Might there? It's like Sunderland, Coventry, nineteen seventy. What was Something. it? Five. 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 See what happened. Jimmy Hill put his name in as yeah. well. And then uh, <laughs> why we'll don't Bristol?
2: Out. Why don't Bristol City get beef as well? Because, because they it, agreed to it. Because it was Jimmy Hill's idea, and yeah, but they they agreed to just play the game out for the last fifteen minutes. Surely they didn't they allowed that to happen. They surely didn't just step. They just surely stepped off and let them do it. So why don't Bristol, Why haven't we got beef with Bristol City?
3: Because I think given if rules were reversed, we would do the same as Bristol City. But the fact that Jimmy Hill instigated the fifteen minute delay in the kickoff that was the issue.
2: I don't know. I think if you're I think you complicit if you spend 15 minutes of a football Wait, did, you did, he, did he, he read around. it out over the Tannoy or something? Yeah. Or? yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Keep the ball. The, the, Sunderland, no, no, the, the
1: Sunderland game yeah, has finished, yeah. whatever it finished. 2 yeah. so 0,
3: really, we've got to 2 0 off Everton.
1: He does everything, Mick, doesn't he? For like, a young and he knows his history of Sunderland, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, get good. used to do some stuff over the summer, Michael, Yeah, summer. we should. Well done. Micky, <laughs> you've um,
2: given yourself a job. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, you won't be getting paid for it. We either. are going to be doing labour. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> some exciting stuff actually over the summer and ready for next season, which we're going to we're going to put out on our website. Not that we use our website for much. We should. I think we're going to redo the website. I think we're
2: going to redo the website as well. Yeah. Yeah. Redo the website, Not because we want to start. Not because we,
1: yeah, we want to start doing loads of content online or anything. Because it's not really our no,
2: no, our, our, our bag our, baby. Our, bag
1: or our niche is a but no, it d- d- could do for uh, updating a little bit because it it's not the best do. is it
2: um, but we did get it yeah. you know we did get it Still
1: made as a, a favour for by somebody I used to work yeah, with yeah, a few did, years yeah. ago so you can't be too uh, yeah. can't and be now you're having a
2: pop with him seeing his
3: I don't
1: work hard. with him anymore and he didn't like football so it's very unlikely this, this message will get to him, actually. Is
3: Stephen starting more beat for more people? No, no, like yeah, I say, yeah. you know, this is
1: incorrect. This, I, use I could actually trigger. sit here and like grieve him loads and it would never get back to him because he's no interest in football whatsoever. I don't work with him anymore. Uh, we didn't have any mutual friends or anything. I haven't released his name. So, yeah, I, I think we'll be alright. We'll be alright in that front. Uh, for the yeah, We're going to call it a.
2: We haven't like, have we even talked about the match at the weekend.
1: Well, what do you want to say about the match? Payne Burton at home, um, who until last week were the, the only worse side than us. Now we were the statistically the worst side in, in the league. And <clears> uh, Sunderland could end up having relegation confirmed if they lose at the weekend. That's have, all we need to say having said on that.
2: that, though. You know, free win. No, it'll be, d- don't. another team's lose will no. be three points off no, no, we could no. get out and goal difference if we beat Fulham you know I'm just saying just saying everybody if we win everybody go oh there's a chance there's a chance that's what happens isn't it though that's what happens so uh-huh. I'm predicting a McNair McNair hat-trick <laughs> um, and then he's going to score another hat-trick at Fulham obviously in the process one of the goals injuring Alexander Mitrovic with a el- <laughs> sly elbow uh, dislocating his face which would, would I'm, and g- I'm just tempted to press
1: the, the end button now Gareth, the end co- button just like, is that a metaphor the end sweeper you know, the sweeper that ends the show right well,
2: we're going to finish if you want
1: then so we, I think we should come along to the Peacock and, uh, before the yeah. game last home game of the season and come well, on by no well, it's not but it's the last Saturday home game of the season so listen to what Chris Brown has to say um, I think there's some obvious questions he's going to get asked from. <laughs> we'll not go there no thanks for listening though
0: wise men say sun fm preview show with jennings mazda next to the stadium of light discover the perfect ride with sales main dealer servicing and guaranteed parts it's the kia summer sticker sales event so give your friends something to look at like a b&b with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers